Hello, it's Equity Monday, and this is Alex awake with you on this fine Monday morning. It is August the 9th, and we are fired up for what is going to be a very, very busy week. And good news, Equity is back. Yes, we took a little breather last week to recharge and chat about the rest of the year. Thank you for being patient. Regardless, the next five days will bring a major Samsung hardware event on the 11th, and we'll see earnings from Unity, DoorDash, Airbnb, Palantir, and Baidu, among others. Now, several large deals were announced over the weekend that we need to chat about, and there are a few macro tech stories from last week still brewing as Monday kicks off. So let's peek at the markets and get into the news. All right, so markets starting out with the numbers. Today, Asian stocks largely rose a little bit. European stocks gave up ground, and the American markets are eh, mixed in pre-market trading. American tech stocks appear set to rise, while more traditional industries are set to lose ground. In the last 24 hours, major cryptos have largely risen. Bitcoin is up to around $46,000, while Ether has passed the $3,100 mark. Solana and Uniswap are also up modestly in the last 24 hours, it is worth noting. Now, the major news that has been under discussion all weekend long. All right, number one, the Apple privacy story is not going away. Last week's news that Apple planned to build iPhone software that would, quote, allow the company to detect and report known child sexual abuse material to law enforcement in a way it says will preserve user privacy, end quote, as our own Zach Whitaker put it, continued to attract criticism over the weekend. Former Facebook CTO Alex Stamos was somewhat critical of Apple's plan, saying on Twitter that the company, quote, both moved the ball forward technically while hurting the overall effort to find policy balance, end quote. Some Apple watchers have digested the news from the company and found it to be not too scary in its current iteration. John Gruber wrote that, quote, if these features work as described and only as described, there's almost no cause for concern. However, Gruber says that if is the whole ballgame, end quote. A lot of folks expect Apple to come under pressure to use its tech to find more stuff than just child sexual abuse material over time. You can imagine how law enforcement agencies from governments around the world could pounce on the tech as a way to find other sorts of images. Given the links we've seen autocratic and other authoritarian governments go to abuse technology to subvert and crush dissent, these are not idle concerns. The Apple story is going to continue this week, so keep tabs on it. Moving on, China is still cracking down on its technology industry. The latest news here is that China is suing Tencent for what is described as a lack of protections for miners and media reports amongst its kind of gaming products. All right. The news comes, however, after several publications in China criticized its domestic video game industry, worrying some investors that a wider clampdown on gaming and thus gaming revenues could be in the offing. In short, if you hoped that the larger crackdown by the Chinese government on the non-hard tech pieces of its larger technology industry was over, uh, you were being far too optimistic. Expect this story to continue for a long time. And then finally, the American crypto brouhaha. Look, it's hard to summarize what's going on in the American capital, even for American readers well plugged into the daily ins and outs of Washington. So it's honestly very, very hard to summarize what's going on for our global equity audience. Hi, everybody. Thank you for being here. Uh, we'll try, however. In short, there's a major piece of legislation snaking its way through Congress that includes language regarding the regulation of cryptocurrencies and certain actors in the crypto economy. Some of the proposed regulations have been criticized heavily by American crypto companies. Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong, for example, did a long Twitter thread on the matter. But instead of the domestic crypto industry rolling over or fighting a losing battle, it has done a reasonable job fighting back. Now, proposed cryptocurrency regulatory language included as a way to boost government revenue by working towards stronger required crypto transaction reporting is a major issue in Congress. That's a real change. Again, this is a story to watch because, well, it's going to keep going. And also, listen, this could have an outsized impact on the American crypto industry itself and also set precedent for other markets at the same time. All right, now, with all of that aside, let's get back to startups and money. 
Mega deals in brief. We're going to be really quick here, everybody, but there are three deals to talk about and you need to know about them. So first up, German conglomerate Simmons is buying Dutch rail software company Skills for $650 million. We care about this for a couple of reasons. One, it's an enormous amount of money. Two, it's M&A inside of Europe, a market that we watch. And three, Skills is spelled with a Q, which is awesome. Next up, Cornerstone On Demand, a cloud-based company building HR tech software, is going private in a deal that values it at $5.2 billion. This private equity transaction caught our eye not only due to its huge size, but also that we've mostly seen companies going public in recent weeks. To see such a large deal go the other direction made us sit up and kind of take note. Finally, the third mega deal, German company Delivery Hero announced that it has taken a just over 5% stake in British delivery company Deliveroo. Both companies work in the on-demand market, as you know. Shares of Deliveroo rose following the news. Now, it's only a 5% deal, so why did we care? Well, Deliveroo went public and its stock went down, and that was bad. And now Deliveroo's stock is going up quite a lot, and that's good. And this is good news for the broader London Stock Exchange and going public in the UK and Europe more broadly. All right, now, to wrap us up, some funding rounds for your entertainment. This morning, a startup called Canopy Servicing raised a $15 million Series A. The company builds software that allows other companies to offer loans and service the products that they create. The company's CEO, Matt Bivens, thinks that the future of fintech is best-of-breed services offered via API instead of single-company fintech software stacks. Kanan led the round. And this morning, Israeli cybersecurity startup Siga OT Solutions announced that it has closed an $8.1 million Series B. Now, this is not the biggest round we've ever seen, but Siga wants to protect critical infra from attack, so we really do care about its news. Thanks to a spate of ransomware and other cyber attacks, it feels like the world is much more aware these days of just how vulnerable so much of modern life is to disruption from state actors, state-approved actors, and general assholes with internet connections. All right, we have to stop there. We are over our word count this morning. Don't forget, you can follow the show on Twitter at EquityPod or myself where I tweet under the handle at Alex. Have an amazing Monday. Equity is back Wednesday with a show that I'm very, very excited about. You look tremendous this morning. Stay cool.